What is up? What is up, everybody? Thank you for tuning back in to Beer and Bullshit. This is episode number nine with my buddy Eric Bravo. Uh, Eric is one of those guys. He's a like a really good friend, first and foremost. And uh, side note, everybody on the show, everyone that comes on the show are uh, typically really good friends of mine. But I also reach out to people that I just like to know more about and see what they have to contribute to the world and everything. So uh, but in this episode, Eric and I just sat down and we talked about just our childhood, you know, the 90s, anything from video games to cell phones, even vehicles, you know, and he also just sort of explained, you know, what his life was like coming up and growing up. Uh, Eric is a, uh, he's a, he's a good friend. I tell him every day he should be a comedian because he's funny as fuck. And I think you guys will really enjoy this episode. So cheers. to it like fucking uh because i mean i know you're a fighter you know you're a boxer so like how do we battle something such as covid you know like and like i said like i told you before i'll forget i don't want to fucking talk about covid19 in every episode <laughs> but you've been one of my really good friends that yet to talk to you about it like on record so i just want to hear your opinion on it man you have to be considerate you know it, it, uh, as a right as a person you know as part of the population you have to be considerate, you know, don't, don't take anything lightly, because when you do, that's when you make mistakes, you know, I had an accident myself where I became complacent, yeah. and that's where you suffer the most, yeah. you know, especially with family, friends, uh, right now I have an aunt that uh, has a friend that, that just recently lost a father-in-law, mm. what well, happened, well, uh, well, you know, taking the same precautions, and you know, trying to do his best, but, you know, not everybody is as considered that I would like people to be. Right. And, you know, he got sick, you know, a friend from school, you know, as scary as that sounds. Yeah. It, you know, within the faculty of the school, the way, where she works at, she got sick too. Oh. And unfortunately, uh, her father-in-law just passed. Yeah. Last Friday, man. And, and it's it's everybody everybody wants to take things for granted until it hits home yeah you know yeah yeah that's true and you know with uh damn that's crazy but like you know with, with this it's like you know i mean some people call it a hoax some people call it a joke but it's like there are older people you know what i'm saying with like health issues so you have to take you know necessary precautions honestly i think uh you know us given us being uh, here in texas I think Texas might be on the verge of another shutdown. Um, I, I hope 
we don't fucking shut down, but I think we might be uh, close to it, you know? Well, it's, it's kind of hard to say if that's a good thing or, or a bad thing. Because, I mean, even then, we still had, what, Topless Weekend? Yeah. Or we still had food. They still had parties. They still had, they, yeah. The worst thing that came of it, it was like, you have all these people pent up, you know, uh, under these home orders and everything like that. And then if it wasn't COVID-19, you still had each other to worry about. Yeah, the shootings and, you know, and things like that. It, it's just ridiculous. Like, sometimes it's, it's, it's terrifying when people don't know how to act with each other, especially when they can't contain themselves while uh, trying to be responsible with their partying and partaking. You know what I mean? Yeah, and especially um, now, I mean, you know, we got that and we're dealing with that shit, dealing with this shit for months, but then now we're, we're getting into hurricane season. Oh, man. <laughs> you know? You know, it, it, uh, 2020 has been swinging through the fences. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> with, you know? with what you have, you need to understand and, and you know, and be prepared for everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, because uh, just from, uh, you know, those videos you showed me last night, uh, Hannah, you know, I know it was only a, a, like a Category 1, but... When it made landfall? Yeah, it seemed like it, uh, it, it took a toll on Corpus and the, and the oh, southern Texas. Oh, for sure. You know, if it hit Corpus, you know, it hit Goliad, it hit uh, Refugio, El Campo, uh, you know, the Brownsville, Keysville area, which where our family at, man. And, you know, like we saw. Yeah. Uh, when I showed you that short little clip, you know, it, it, things can get hairy really quick. And it's just, yeah. what do we do? Do we sit and stand or, you know, do we take off and try to, and try to make our way to safety? Exactly. Uh, luckily, uh, the family that I have that's out there, uh, they sat and stand, and they were very fortunate to be on the weaker side of uh, Cat One Anna. You know, like uh, like back in what was it like that back that time was it uh, what was it like two thousand six two thousand seven when Hurricane Humberto hit Southeast mm. Texas. And, yeah. You know, me and my brother we we had no idea. We tried to go outside, and all of a sudden branches and things like that. We saw uh, our very own what Greg Boswick, and they were like, oh my. Well, Hurricane Humberto made landfall last night. Yeah. <laughs> if, y'all, if y'all were woken up in the middle of the night, then hell yeah, we're woken up in the middle of the yeah, night. I think, <laughs> I think everyone in this area was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's crazy, though. Like, it's crazy how, um, you know, we had Imelda, and it was mostly fucking just like, in Beaumont, it was just crazy amounts of fucking rain. Um, and then even before that, we had Harvey, and here in Houston, it was also crazy amounts of rain, oh, you, know, sure, you know, but then you have the hurricanes that are just huge, just fucking wind, you know what I'm saying, I mean, the water as well. The water itself, you know, like, pressing down on the Earth's crust itself, like, now we went down, like, what, a half inch on the uh, Earth's surface? Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, just so much, like, uh, power, you yeah, know. From the weight of the water itself, yeah, you know, in, in the Houston area. Yeah, uh, man, Harvey, Harvey was something else, man, I was, I was actually in, um, I was in Willowbrook in Houston at that time, and where we were at, me and my brother's apartment was fine, but everything else around us, like a street over, people had like water up to their fucking um, like garage, like the top of their garage doors. I was actually uh, in the north of Beaumont, off of Minglewood, Millo subdivision. Mm. Yeah, and uh, water got real close, but luckily. Y'all missed it. <laughs> well, Beaumont drainage systems got with it. Oh, <laughs> you know, yeah. I was like hip deep in water. Damn. And then out of nowhere, everything was seated. You know, everything was clear. Yeah. Yeah, see, it was, uh, 
things started uh well no but that water was holding it, it was holding pretty good uh well where we were at like every everything around us yeah in willowbrook it was uh God, yeah bro the roads were fucked but the luckily the apartments were sitting on like high ground so everything uh, in the apartment complex was cool because it's like we couldn't get out we couldn't oh for sure you're like stuck on the island <laughs> yeah we had to like just watch people <laughs> suffer and like watch other people help people but we couldn't go out and help oh, you know yeah. what i'm saying it yeah. sucked but you know i didn't like it and like i told you uh the night before like the night that it came in um i was going to like uh i was promoting a club at the time mm-hmm. um and we went to like i forget who was fighting it was a fight night but uh, we went and we fucking like you know we were on West Summer right here on West Summer and we turned off onto one of these streets I think it was like Willcrest and as soon as we turned onto the fucking street like the we just dipped and like went in water oh, it's like the sure. car turned into a fucking hovercraft yeah <laughs> you know and luckily we <laughs> <Don't> made stop <laughs> right luckily we made it to an, uh, a hotel nearby and we just stopped uh, got the hotel sitting up high so we parked the car um, stayed at the hotel you know uh, two. Two hundred some odd dollars later, you know, we got out of uh, out of harm's way. But yeah, it was not fun. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm pretty sure people you know in this area completely understand. I mean, sometimes you have people that want to risk things. Yeah, and, you know, and, but they understand. You know, like if 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 you can guesstimate, you know, how high the water is. I mean, you push forward, you're already committed. You know, do not stop. Do not pause. Don't try to hit reverse and back out where you're at because then you're gonna flood everything, especially you know yeah. from your exhaust, and that's how your car stalls. Yeah, so people yeah. understand that. I would like to hope so, and if not, then I just have to live. Not get a bike. <laughs> yeah, ring yeah. <laughs> ring on a little huffy eight speed. <laughs> Roadmaster. Yeah. Oh man, you're in a Buick or you're anything like that, dude. You all you have to do is float and get a paddle or. <laughs> that thing is a canoe. Yeah, that wood panel will keep you up. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Speaking of cars, bro, uh, I'm, I'm thinking about getting something new. I don't know what I want yet, though. You know, I got rid of the Nissan, so um, I think I, I showed you. I showed you some pictures of a fucking. It's like the Nissan uh, 400Z. Oh yeah, that, that, that monster of a clean, vehicle, bro. dude. Yeah, it's, it's an engine, chassis, and a cab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, and you know, of course, whenever they go up like that, like the the leaders uh, go up, so it's like a four clean ass car. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, you know, you, you have a bigger engine, you know, complete upgrade. Uh, it's clearly gonna have to come with a, a waiver. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, or a vehicle like that when the sun's putting out reminds me of that. Uh, Chrysler Barracuda, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that vehicle was so bad, so intense. You know, like right when you like right when you gas it and pedal to to the ground, that was it. Yeah, it was all Monty gone. The uh, uh, the the what I like about like the the Z series of Nissan is they're keeping that the old school like Datsun look. You know what I'm oh, saying? Sure. Like they're they're keeping that fastback. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I really enjoy it. Um, they're reinventing of something that they capitalized on. Right. Right. Yeah, right. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, man. I like it. The 370 was cool. Well, like, I'm not gonna lie. I think you said you know, like uh, back in the gap whenever you you know you was you were doing your your job at the hotel. Yeah. And you sent me that link, dude. I I spent like the next like two three hours stayed out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like why are they doing this? How are they doing this? <laughs> yeah. They, uh, a buddy of mine sent me a link for the um, 
I'm pretty sure it was a Mitsubishi 4000 GT. Oh, yeah. You know they have uh, the yeah. 3000 GT? Yeah, like, for sure. I know a guy. Uh, Bruh. Like, I don't know if it was the, the, the name drop, but his name was Andrew Culbertson. Yeah. And, dude, his his Mitsubishi 3000 GT was pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it, it did nothing fancy, you know, little cold air intake, whatever. Yeah. Uh, man, Fuel of Botons. Yeah, we were waiting on a couple friends. I was hanging out with him. Yeah. And, dude, we just sat in, in like, the parking lot out there in uh, China, Texas. And we're just like, dude, we're waiting on somebody, blah, 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 this, this, and that. You know what? We're done waiting. Click, click, man. And it was gone, dude. Yeah, like, it was like, man, this is the fastest I ever rode on Broadway. If I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken, like, um, uh, back when they were making the 3000 GT, uh, Ford, like, Ford and Mitsubishi had either, like, a rivalry or they were, like, in alliance where they were using, like, the same type of, like, uh, a body style or parts because uh for or not for dodge dodge because, yeah, because they make the dodge self but the, and it was the same car as the 3000 exactly, gt yeah same fucking car like you know what i'm saying like but whenever uh they updated that eclipse and put out the spider and the v8 yeah with the ridges in the side and then they even put out a convertible oh yeah I, man that was it that's my car that's what yeah, i want man, i don't care how old i am and i yeah. like i turned 16 in like uh 04 or 05 or some shit yeah you know, it's kind of hard to backtrack. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I remember seeing that 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 Eclipse for the first time on like Too Fast Too Furious. They had oh like, yeah yeah man, yeah. They had that bitch rice the fuck out, bro. They oh, had yeah. oh, like chrome wheels and this crazy ass spoiler. You got uh yeah Tyrese with his backwards ass head. Yeah. You know, and it's a cut off. Big ass phone Eject off seat on plug. They can only afford the eject seat, not the not the roof. Motherfucker hitting the fucking roof. You got this dude going 120 miles an hour in reverse. Oh yeah, dude. What kind of transmission do you need to have for that? Like, like seriously, bro. Like, do you need a like? Do you swap for the Cummins or do you swap for the Allison? You know what I mean? Or do both? Those movies are a bit outrageous. Oh yeah, a little crazy. What are you watching on, speaking of movies, what are you watching on Netflix lately? Ooh. Hulu or, you know, whatever, wherever you get your movies. Oh, uh, man, to be honest with you, during quarantine and everything, like, to be honest with you, man, uh, like, every new, like, Netflix movie they put out, I saw, I, uh, I'm not sure if you remember, I tried to, uh, tell you about uh, a movie called John Henry with Terry Crews. Yeah. Dude, that was, that was, like. Was like, it good? It stepped. Man, it was phenomenal. It stepped out of his Isn't that based off a, uh, is it based off a book, if I'm not mistaken, or an older, excuse me, an older movie? Uh, I'm not sure if it is, but whoever directed it, yeah, completely made it his own. You know, I mean, between the dialogue and then, of course, you know, the, the ending to me seemed a little bit, you know, like, uh, expected. Yeah. You know, but, like, the way that, that they had Terry Crews portray this actor or this character it was 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 insane because you know you used to see him like Terry Crews you know in white chicks doing the big ass robot you know in the longest <laughs> yard yeah but you know cheeseburger yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 but to have him in the serious role to yeah. be like <laughs> yeah I'm I'm LA's Captain America <laughs> you know I'm Luke yeah. Cage but you know that type of style but but he took it on pretty like pretty good like that like oh, the serious role you know what for, I'm saying? for him to wear that kind of helm yeah it was phenomenal you know yeah. I was just like look I need I, look, John Henry I grew up in that 
I grew up in the most eighties environment. We yeah. had to do gangster shit to get to get where we needed to be. Yeah. You know, that that's that's what was put in front of us. This is the route we need to take. Mm-hmm. But the redemption, you know, I hate to spoil it for anyone, yeah. but the redemption of it and and the tragedy he had to go through mm-hmm. for him to, to, to make that right choice. Yeah. You know, and, and go to where he was at and protect. You know, it's, I'm no longer a predator. I'm a protector. Mm. And no matter who it is or what is in front of me, I will break it down yeah. and do what I need to do for the people. Mm. Man, I'm not going to honestly look into that. I, I see it on Netflix all the time. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I've never, uh, I'm pretty sure it's on my list, too, like my little Netflix list. You got it on cue. Yeah, yeah, just haven't yeah. watched it. Yeah, the queue, the queue. It seems endless at times. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I haven't watched it. I definitely, no, uh, no. I, and I've, I've told you multiple times to watch it. I'm sure you have seen all of Ozark probably twice. Oh, man, I watched, actually, I just watched the first season, to be honest with you. What? And it was insane. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really, like, I've gotten giddy. Because, <laughs> well, see, that's another season actor, two. though. Like, Jason Bateman. Is just the comedy guy, right. you know, and, you know, it's like, oh, I'm here for the punchline. Yeah, but man. But in, in, in fucking Ozark, like, he's, he plays a good, serious role, you know what I'm saying? And then he created that show, well, like, he wrote, you know? You know, it's like, I've been pushed, I've been pushed. I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, man. It's like, oh, bro. Guys, not. Sl- guys, it seems like he's a genius. <laughs> yeah, you know, bro. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's a really good show. It's really it's well directed. It's, it, it's well, like it's uncut Breaking Bad. Yeah, you know. It, it's crazy though. You just finished season one. It's this uh, those three seasons. It's gonna get better though. Oh yeah, for sure. It's gonna get goddamn good, man. And uh, honestly, for years, just several people. Have told me to watch Power, and I finally I'm on season three of Power. You're actually uh, the first time I've ever heard about it. Really? You know, well, I mean, you know, I don't do cable. Yeah. You know, yeah. Processed foods and processed media. Try to stay away from it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't do cable. You know, take try a to do, on your digestive system. And try to do. Uh, oh yeah, mentally and physically. And uh, you know, I'm doing the online streaming and everything. And uh, when you told me about it, you know, here recently. Yeah. I was like, man, this is like something that's about to be intense. You know, it's like one of those series that like leaves you on the edge of your seat. Yeah, yeah, bro. Finn Fifty's one of the uh, creators of that show, and he's actually in the show too. Huh. Fifty Cent, right? Yeah, Curtis, Jim, Curtis, <laughs> Curtis Jackson. Yeah, dude. Twenty uh, requests. <laughs> <laughs> man, what really uh, did it for me whenever I saw him was uh, two films: Righteous Kill and Southpaw. So I never. I've never seen either of those. I've seen uh, Righteous Kill. Righteous Kill was uh, the biggest film because you've never seen Robert De Niro and Al Pacino on screen since The Heat. And The Heat is a marvelous, well-written film. And then Righteous Kill pretty much capitalizes on that. Mm. Hits you with like a bunch of twists and turns with, of course, 50 Cent Curtis Jackson in the middle of it. And when you, by the time you get to the end, like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. Why is this happening? And how could this have been avoided? Yeah. And then until the very end of the movie, shit, it was something that could never be avoided. You know what I mean? Damn, I gotta watch it now. I'm pretty sure um, Al Pacino and De Niro are in the Irishman together. If I'm not mistaken. Pretty sure. Oh, oh, yes. Yes, they are. They no. are? Oh, yes, they are. I saw it. Now. 
that's another movie. That's another movie I watched <laughs> during quarantine because you know I was like, okay, let's see what the hype's about. The movie's like three hours long. Yeah, and yeah. I had no idea what the movie was about. Uh, well, like the movie you told me about, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, I had one. no idea it was a Sharon Tate uh, Manson film. That's another long ass movie. But <laughs> The Irishman, I mean, you have to be dedicated. You know, you have yeah. to be a hardcore uh, Pesci fan. Yeah. Oh, Ray um, Romano. I forget Ray Romano's in it as well. Yeah. It's, uh, it's an all-stars cast. Uh, Scorsese. Uh, Scorsese. Excuse yeah. me. <laughs> did it big, dude. Yeah. He didn't care. He brought in a lot of old, like even older actors other than yeah. you know, Joe Pesci, Al Pacino, uh, Anna Paquin, you know, playing the daughters. Freaking, yeah. freaking intense from start to finish, man. But you have to be dedicated because it, it, it sets up all the bowling pins and knocks every single one of them down towards the end. Yeah, and with the uh, with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it's a it's about Sharon Tate, but it's like they focus on uh, uh, Rick Dalton's relationship with the Birmingham man, which is Cliff Booth, played by Brad Pitt. You know, and it's a uh, some people say it's a little odd, but I. I I enjoyed it, you know. Another awesome. It's a little odd. Have they never seen Charles Manson? <laughs> <laughs> Have they never seen his footage or or uh, there's a, there's a or show. Or just a Tarantino movie. Period. <laughs> it's a little left field. There's a show. <laughs> there's a show I want to recommend to you uh, called Mindhunters on Netflix. Actually, I, I've heard of it. I've seen it too. I've, I've seen. I haven't seen the show, but I've seen you know just like uh, I've passed through shit and I've seen Mindhunters. <laughs> But uh, that's where that's where they tried to. Uh, they hired uh, this young cat. I mean, I can't think of his name. But it's based on an actual FBI profiler. Yeah. And, you know, in the first season, you know, you, Netflix is pretty sure that like we don't know how it's going to be registered and blah blah blah. But we'll, we'll name drop as much as we can <laughs> and see if we can. You know, we get a lot of hits. And like within like by the time I finished it, and two months later, they dropped season two. You know, they talk about uh, Berkowitz from uh, the Son of Sam, and how you know, and, and how he how he did his murders. They did uh, the biggest one that was crazy for me was uh, I had to think of his name. Uh, that was seven foot seven, huge serial killer, killed his girls. He he uh, he chopped his mom's head off. And, you know, like, you get deep and graphic. I was like, dude, it, like, where do you cross reality <laughs> between fantasy and the series? Yeah. Because they talk about actual, uh, you know, Ed, Ed Gain was mentioned, uh, Berkowitz, like I said, Son of Sam, and Charles Manson. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, shit. And Charles Manson is introduced, which I hate to spoil. Yeah. His interview is introduced in season two. <clears throat> but it not only shows, like, the duality. It's just like, yeah, you want to understand how people are. But how low do you just put your your mind frame? Yeah. And to go to understand and try to still be you. Yeah. You know, and and not 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 cross that line between that insanity insanity. You know, it's that yeah. borderline. You know, you're you're like a mental refugee <laughs> <laughs> on that border. Yeah. Well, I think with this, like, especially uh, or particularly with serial killers and like following their stories, I feel like people get obsessed with that shit. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So oh. much so much so that they get almost influenced by it. You I know what I'm saying? I completely agree. Like, I feel like that, that happens a lot. You know what I'm saying? I do, yeah. 
honestly, if you set a serial killer in a fucking room and you asked him who their inspirations are, it's probably another serial killer. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Green <laughs> River, uh, like Richard Ramirez. Yeah. You know, that's the guy. Green River Killer. That's, I was looking at you know, like his newspaper clippings. <laughs> you know, you know, I'm just playing. That's what, what spawned this idea. Yeah. And, but it's, it's not more so as what's influenced, but the causality of the personal upbringing. You know, mm, because, yeah. you know, uh, I didn't have a great life, but I have a very, very, very cush life, you know, you know, uh, my dad was, uh, was started off, started off at Castaway, you know, he knew Poppy and the Harkins and things like that. Oh, shit. Yes, yes. No, what? Yeah, dude, I, uh, man. Hey, Poppy. Yeah. Well, I remember those commercials. And then he'd pop up somewhere else and then, <laughs> Poppy, snap. There he was. What happened to those commercials? Uh, well, bring it back. Well, yeah, they sold the company. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You know, everybody's got to make. You know, you got to make a living. Everybody got to take it. Everybody yeah. got a price. Exactly. You know, Charlie found his golden ticket. <laughs> and uh, you know that happened, and then uh, my dad started moving on to uh, other things. He became a welder. Yeah. And you know, growing up, it was a, you know, like that. It really spawned something uh, for me. Yeah. An understanding about, you know, what life was. Yeah. So, you know, as what's where I'm at now, of course, me, myself. Yeah. I'm a welder, combination welder uh, on all, I guess, considered platforms. You know, it's your upbringing. So right. if you grow up in violence and hate, that's what you breed and spawn. You know? Yeah. You know, like, I'm pretty sure. Well, even then, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Charles Manson grew up with like an adopted father that was very, very abusive yeah. and things like that. And uh, Son of Sam, I guess, which is off in the head. I haven't really looked into him. But, you know, it, it's just these things that you, that questions the human mind. And that's what, what Mind Hunters capitalizes on. He's just like, oh, you know, this, this young cat. Yeah. You know, it's just like, well, what, what makes them tick? And the head of FBI is like, nobody wants to know what it is. They just want to know the punishment yeah. and you know, how we can handle these people to prevent them doing it again. Mm. <laughs> yeah. See, that's a, uh, that's a good point, bro. Because honestly, uh, it, it took me, I guess, just growing up and becoming a fucking adult. To, like, you, as kids, you would always hear, like, other parents or, like, other adults ask you, like, where are you from? How did you grow up? But you have you ever... Saying? Like, I mean, I don't mean to interrupt, but, you know, it's just like, uh, you question things. It's just like, you know, you look, stop acting bad. Oh, that, that police guy? Yeah. Over there? He's going he's gonna to arrest you. Take you to jail. Yeah. Now you're setting a bad image on It's just like, oh, just because I, I you know, I act out, I say, I talk back, this guy's going to haul me off to prison? <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know, I'm up sing-sing. <laughs> and it's some, with some kids, it's like you, you hit them with that. They're defiant as fuck, you know. Exactly. Do it just to see if that actually happens to them. It's human nature. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So they'll they'll do it and continue to do it until something happens to them. Exactly. You know, sometimes they realize they can just get away with shit. You know, so they just keep doing it. Yeah, well, being a whatever it is, being a father myself uh, to an eight year old, you know, I'm just like, hey, look, don't. Don't go treading on that on that water in the waters. Don't do it. Don't do it. And all of a sudden, put that toe in. What are you gonna do? Yeah, well, look what you did. Don't, don't start crying now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't told you once. You went over there messing with them people. Come over, come over here and sit down. Old Dad's got something to explain to you. You know. 
And then, you know, you get it. Why you come over here messing with them people? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, shit. Yeah, for sure. You know, I like upbringing and, yeah. and, you know, it kills me, dude, because I have, it seems like I've punished myself for a long time. Yeah. Trying to figure out why people do the things they do. You know, oh, it's like, man. And, you know, it's like youngsters and, you know, you know, like, dude, you're, you know, you're like, you're a full blown alcoholic. Why the hell are you letting your kid drink, you know, your, your old beer? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, hey, man, you want to come to the house? No, I don't. Why? <laughs> I just, uh, to be honest with you, I don't want to be disrespectful, but I, I don't have the time for you. Well, it's just crazy to me, like, how much, uh, we've talked about this before, how much uh, just life or, like, that childhood has changed from when we were children. You know what I'm saying? Like, growing up in the 90s, uh, it's completely oh, different. You mean, you mean when being in bed and watching <laughs> Nick at night by 10 was okay? Yeah, <laughs> and, being, and being outside was okay. Oh, for sure. Riding your fucking bike or when the lights went out. Yeah, exactly. You exactly. better be at the table. Exactly, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that when life was simple, when we had dial up internet. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and then you hear, like, <laughs> you, you get on, like, AOL and shit. Welcome. <laughs> like, whenever somebody you wanted to talk to was about to be on, sign be off and that, that door slam. Be on what? AOL, aim. Oh yeah, we didn't we 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 didn't have that dude. Uh, we we chose a cheaper route. We had a zero. <laughs> <laughs> we were, we were we were cost efficient. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The uh, diatone was a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah, they hung up once. It had a stutter in it. They hung up once, but the uh, the the uh, phone operator reconnected. <laughs> She sighed first. Right. <laughs> exactly. Oh, fuck, I gotta fucking reconnect again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this son of a bitch won't quit. <laughs> yeah, man, but it's just, it's just crazy, like, how, um, in such a short amount of time, bro, like, how much just shit has just changed, you know? Oh, for sure. We were talking, you know, we were talking about, you know, we were talking earlier just about the cell phone. I remember being in, like, fifth, fourth, fourth or fifth grade with, like, a Sprint flip phone that had a green screen. You want to talk about uh, sprint flip phones, <laughs> man? My dad, my mom bought the uh, very first sprint phone that I think came out when it had that one dude in a trench coat, creepy as fuck, you know. <laughs> and the yeah. pen dropped, and it was like you can hear this in any call, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You can hear a pen drop. And, you know, the connection was so great. It had that one creepy guy in a trench coat, and she had that brick, and I would play, uh, I would play crab catch. Yeah. You know, all you had was like four and <laughs> it was one, two, three, four, five, four and six to go left and right. And you yeah. got, you, if it landed in the center, you lost a life, you know, and everything. Yeah. And playing Snake on a Nokia. Snake on a Nokia. And I'll be damned if you didn't have minutes. <laughs> yeah. Because Snake was over. It's <laughs> like, just that alone. Like, whenever you would have to fucking, like, I, would, I remember telling my friends, call me after like six or seven. Right, you know, because it was unlimited or weekends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Weekends were more unlimited. <laughs> but even if you go back and think about those times, like uh, texting wasn't even that big then. You know what I'm saying? Oh like, hell no! Texting T nine texting and shit. Bro. Yeah, T nine was a thing. Yeah, it just wasn't. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, utilized. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it just wasn't. It's it like, was big at all. And then it's like the. Uh, they dropped the, I think it was like singular wireless at the time or AT&T. Oh, yeah. They dropped the, the orange. 
yeah. the orange logo. Yeah, yeah. the orange dude. They dropped the razor. When they dropped the razor, that's when Texas oh, yeah. started becoming a thing. They thought they reinvented the wheel. This <laughs> <laughs> little shitty little phone that yeah. could hold ten text messages. I'm not gonna lie, I was jealous over that. You know, it's like, man, I got, I got this thing that looks like a hot pocket. <laughs> and you have like a credit card well, size. All my buddies had like Verizon, fucking LG chocolates, and like Envies. And oh shit. man, but I always I mean, had the sidekicks. I had, um, always had the sidekicks. I had a buddy of mine that had the uh, what the Envy chocolate. Two, or you know uh, the ones that like fold fold it open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, man, I was like, yeah, man, I got a keyboard of mine. I was like, man, I don't need a keyboard. I just, I, I guess what I type. type (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't need a full uh, QWERTY. QWERTY keyboard. Yeah. I miss the 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 sidekick. To be honest with you, dude, I, I like like before I started like working. You know, whenever I got hired on a Chick Fil A. Yeah. at 14, I was like, man, I want this. I need, I need this phone. It was a pocket PC 40, uh, 4800 with a Yuki Starcom. Holy shit. It was a Microsoft phone. Yeah. Yeah. That, I remember the Starcom. That, that, that powered Excel, PowerPoint, like whenever we had to do school projects, I was like, <laughs> I'm at PE with PowerPoint making my fucking project, dude. Yeah. And it was, it was ridiculous. Like I had to wait a whole like three years before I was able, you know, like because you know upbringing, you know, it's like yeah, you're you're old enough. I need to contact you if you're gonna be out and about hanging out with friends, you know. Yeah. You know, I don't want to get a phone call where I'm shooting hoops and a couple guys are up to no good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, and things like that. And uh, man, I felt like I felt like hot shit. Yeah, you, you know, I was like, man, man, watch this. Click. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The uh, the palms like I, those palms were pretty. Oh, cool. dude, the blueberries and the yeah, blackberries. blackberries. Yeah. yeah, the palms yeah. and the blackberries were cool too. Yeah, my brother had a palm. Cool fucking palms. Hell yeah. You know, yeah. I rem- I just remember being in class like you know this is back in like middle school, high school, being in class and like trying to sneak, uh, uh text you know on your phone and shit. And, but now kids have That's like, when T9 came handy, dude. You yeah. Phone? But kids have like fucking uh, iWatches and shit now. They ain't got a sneak text. You can just, you know. Now look here. I, I'll be straight up with you, dude. I bought a G1 off a buddy of mine. He was a veteran. He was hard on some luck. Yeah. I bought the G1, uh, what, Generation 1 Samsung watch. I had no idea what was in my hand. What? Yeah, it was like it was like YouTube after YouTube video <laughs> trying to figure the shit out, and I was like, man, this thing's awesome. <laughs> you know, like once you utilize it correctly, you know, and when when Pac Man reaches around to three o'clock, I need to go running. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or when yeah. Super Mario hits the you know hits the center of the screen and yeah. it absorbs that mushroom, it's time to lift. <laughs> you know, bro. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you can just do so much with these phones. Oh yeah, phones. nowadays. My brother uh, actually bought a G5, you know, like like a badass, like the inner swappable bands, but yeah. the face stays the same, yeah. you know, and, and uh, respectively, my brother's girl was witnessed, mm-hmm. and he has like a band for every suit, uh, I looked at those uh, hex ties, Yeah, you ever seen those hex ties? No. You, you know, like those, those uh, what do you call them, uh, faux ties that, you know, it's like a zipper cord, and you zip the, t- the zip, the yeah, yeah, faux yeah, ties. yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, imagine like plates, and these unique designs, and everything like that. And I was like, you know what? You're gonna be, you're gonna be going to these Jehovah's Witness meetings, 
kind of stunt. <laughs> Dude, they have like gold-plated ties, and it's the same concept. You know, you hook it, you zip it, and it's the baddest-ass tie you ever oh, have. Shit. Only problem is, they use actually like 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 metal and die cast and things like that. So it gets a little heavy on the yeah. end. You know, that's, but it, it, cool, it's right? an amazing product. Yeah, I've been a few meetings, you know, you know, uh, with the Jehovah's Witness and congregation things like that. You know, yeah. of course, it, it's 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 very okay to be, yeah, you know, non-discriminatory or, uh, you know, to open up to different things. Yeah. In my opinion, you know, I've, I've a, been through. Like speaking of high school and just like middle school, dude, I, I grew up right behind a uh, Jehovah's Witness church, and my mom's like, my mom's super defense Jehovah's Witness. A buddy of mine is. Oh, like, for sure. Yeah, Jehovah's Witness. You know, that, that, the people were always cool. You know, we had mm-hmm. to, like, to get to our house at the time, we had to fucking, tr- like, travel through their church Cross parking the, lot. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. everybody was cool, though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But um, I don't know much about their religion, but, um, you know, the pe- I, I do know the people were cool. You know, it uh, yeah. didn't seem okay. Well, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, it's a very young religion, you know, mm-hmm. as opposed to. Uh, you know, the country itself. <laughs> you know, it's a very young country and very young uh, religion. Uh, no different from the age. I'm not saying like they they coincide together, but as far as the age of like like Mormons, yeah, you know, and uh, you know the Jehovah's Witness religion itself. You know, very young religion. I think that's why they get like targeted and chastised. Like, mm-hmm. You know, very much. You know, like they think it's a like a cult type thing, but they right. they try their best to. to in my opinion, yeah, live by the Amish style, but not exactly like the yeah. Amish style. Well, know? it's it's funny to me that like uh, things that are just like misunderstood are always just directly targeted as cults. Like that is very funny. You know, <laughs> you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? Because like, it's different. Yeah, it's different. <laughs> and as I'm hell. not gonna lie. It's because uh, it's you're calling it a cult because you don't know shit about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, not you, but just like no, people. No, no, you're right. You exactly, know what I'm saying? Exactly me. No, you're right. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, because, you know, I gave my brother, I gave my brother hell yeah. for like the first year. And I was like, man, dude, like, what? You want me to, okay, you want me to go to a meeting? Like, do I bring my robe? <laughs> you know, I was like, what are we going to do? What, what is this? Yeah, but like, but not, not you. I'm just saying like people in general, though, like they call, you know, no, dude, that's, me. that's, that's with any type of. Either religion or organization. But I'm telling you, it was me. That's how I felt. You know, I was like, dude, you're in this cult shit. I don't want nothing to do with it. Yeah. You know, I was like, we can kick it. But yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to fall into this cult shit. You know, I was like, I don't want to raid somebody's house and fucking murder the whole family. <laughs> you, know? Yes. you know, like, you know, but that's, that's the extremity of it, how, how I thought it was, you know, yeah. like comparing, you know, I hate to say that, but like comparing it to like Sharon Tate type shit. Yeah. But it really wasn't. Whenever he was like, okay, if you're going to come, you need to shave. You need to wear a, a two-piece suit, you know, the jacket, slacks, yeah. nice shirt, nice tie. Yeah. I was like, man, man, fuck. Okay, cool. I'll do, <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah. And actually getting into that atmosphere and, you know, the peacefulness, it was no different from any Christian or Catholic church. Other than the Catholic church had to get down, get up, get down, get up. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, it was very, it was a very comforting environment. Mm. And that misconception was immediately addressed. Yeah. You know, I was like, dude, I was so wrong. Yeah. But me personally, I have my own beliefs. Right. You know, right. As much as like, you know, every rightfully American should. Right. Most and, definitely. And, you know, and, uh, you know, and it was like, so what'd you think? I was like, dude, like, 
and well, he, uh, my brother was lost at the time, mm. and thankfully, he found his wife mm. in the Jehovah's religion. Oh wow! Yeah, and they just bought an English bulldog, uh, the wow. the wrinkliest, ugliest <laughs> freaking thing, and cutest thing at the, at the same time you've ever seen. And see, that's just how that's how I feel personally about any religion. Uh, I mean, of course, you know people. They go to like a church or they go to a church or follow it uh, based off certain principles. But I just look at it this way. It's a uh, foundation or it's like a, a spine, you know, and then you, you figure out your own beliefs. You build your own person that, you know, you can use, you can live off all their principles. But this is how I personally see it. You know, like Christianity. My mom's a pastor, right? So uh, I'll go to her church, I'll go to their church, and I believe in a lot of the same things they believe in, but also have other beliefs, you know, but just like, you know, at surface and the found, my foundation is Christianity. Oh, for sure. I can't deny that. You know, you know what I'm saying? Um, like rightfully so, like, uh, okay, well, like me and you sitting here now, your clothes are probably made of, of, of two different animals. Yeah. You know, well, should we be stoned? Yeah, we have different right, beliefs. Right, you know, right. Like, if you want to truly live, and you know, by that, but you know, I believe things that are mis misconstrued, like uh, you know, you have the flood, everything. You know, you know it's just like like different things become applied, and uh, and what I think people need to understand is like, look, we're not trying to we're not trying to commit sin. We just Something uh, certain things didn't work out, you right? Know, you know, okay, well, cool. You know, there was this one act of God, then there was another act of God. There was this, there was that. You know, it's just like we're trying to we're trying to slim things down to where people need to understand. We need to we we need to fully like give and fall, of course, and fall into it, a greater power for sure. And it's definitely, uh, uh, I mean, I, you can just go all the way back. You know, like the beginning of time with any type of religion, it's trial and error. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. You definitely got, you're going to hit and miss. <laughs> you know? Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. And at the end of the day, I mean, we're all fucking human. You know, my, my whole philosophy well, is on God. Even in different religions, you know, you have the Greek mythology, you have Nordic, you have, yeah. uh, and of course, uh, the Middle Eastern, you know, Allah and everything. You know, everybody has that one, you know, that one big guy with all authority. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's, it's all how it's interpreted. Right, right. You know, you know, you have the Quran, which apparently is like what the oldest known biblical yeah. book or uh, what have you. I, I you know, had a, man, I had a I guy sound ignorant or uh, you know like that, but you know, obviously, you know, all we had was like King James. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, we we got crazy with uh, Old Testament, New Testament, <laughs> my home, and you don't mess up because hellfire and brimstone will be brought upon you in one look. <laughs> you know? It's like, what the hell? <laughs> I'm sorry for talking back. <laughs> I do apologize. <laughs> uh, I calculated there would be no much trouble, but damn, I'm bad at math. <laughs> yeah, no shit. But yeah, man, I definitely, um, again, you know, I want to thank you just for coming out and kicking it with me. Are you, you know, kidding me? It's an honor. <laughs> well, like, I, you know, like I told you several times, you know, this past weekend, uh, beforehand, like I've been wanting to just sort of get back, just go off the grid. Um, you know, I really, 
maybe just like love and just watch shit from a distance. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like I want to. Uh, I, I got so like absorbed and fucking obsessed with just like media and all the negativity that's going on around us right now. Um, I felt like it was like a just stepping away from it, like all the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Even the internet at times. Um, news, uh, just stepping away and just taking a deep breath and realizing that, you know, life isn't that bad, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's really hard to uh, make that, you know, take a minute and step because it's it's what we're, we're groomed to. Yeah. Like, I remember back in, like, 09 and, and like, 2010, like, having the HTC Touch. Oh, yeah. And then it was like, oh, uh, well, HTC is coming out with apps just like, you know, Apple is. Man, the, the fucking HTC phones. HTC, HTC had a really good run. Dude, the they, best they phone a, I thought I ever had was the HTC Hero. Yeah, they like they with had the some ball, you know, I was like, are you kidding me? They, oh, put, the, they, put, the, they put the yeah. Blackberry ball yeah. in the center of the end call and start call. Yeah. You know, the green and red button. Yeah, Back on a flip yo. phone, I was like, dude, I have a ball and I have full control. Was the hero the one that you turn it like uh, horizontal and it, it goes up? No, no, no. That's, uh, that I think a, that was like the G1 or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was like LG's thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, man, when Samsung got with it, I remember when the first Galaxy came out, I was like, dude, I'll never buy a <laughs> Samsung phone. Yeah. Because HTC has it going on. Yeah. And then here we are 10 years later and I have the Note 10 Plus. It's <laughs> like 30 galaxies, yeah. 30 notes. Yeah, and I was like, dude, are you kidding me? I have a pen <laughs> with this phone? <laughs> Bro, well, just uh, it's phones, but also like even with like iPods. I remember the first fucking iPod. This was forever ago. It was a brick. You know, it like, was, but brick. it wasn't indestructible. The only indestructible iPod I remember was the iPod Mini. It had like 160 gigs. Do you remember the fucking the Nano? It was like a stick. It's like a little. It looked like a fucking USB drive. Yeah, well, <laughs> at this point in my life, I felt like I was spoiled little shit, and I guilt tripped my mom into buying the Nano G1. Yeah, yeah, the very first the Nano. Very first one. Yeah, it's a little white stick. Oh, it might have been the G2. It, it was when it had the, uh, it was like a, the iPod with the little uh, screen on it, and oh, it had the dial. Okay. Yeah, 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 the dial also. It's like this big. You could fit like seven, 700 songs on it or 7,000. Well, so the, the first Nano was like, a, it was literally, there was no screen. It was a fucking stick. Oh, yeah. It's it was like a, it was like a makeshift shuffle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, that's what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of the fucking shuffle. Yeah. I, that's what it was called, the, yeah. the original one. Like, okay, it was okay, just okay. like, you can put all these songs on it. But you never know what's gonna play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. It's like fucking Steve yeah, Jobs. Yeah, like, okay, keep these, keep these guys guessing. Keep them guessing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. That's what I'm thinking of. The fucking shuffle. That's what it yeah. was called. Yeah, I remember when then uh, it was a G1 Nano, dude. And I remember it getting hot. <laughs> like seriously, it had that big ass adapter, and you plug it into the bottom, and yeah. you know, it was just like, oh yeah, I'm about to upload you know my 500 songs, yeah. whatever gigs it was, dude. And, you know, I, I remember I was like, man, I got all this stuff, blah, 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 I made all these crates and things like that, and, you know, completely took advantage of, you know, like, man. like seriously at the time, you know, I'll admit it now, like the middle class life I was living, but yeah. I didn't understand it. Yeah. And, you know, and I guilt tripped my mom into buying it, dude. Bro, and I just, felt horrible afterwards. The whole fucking, during that time, like, it was a, it was an entire, like, experience. Like, you get home, like, say you just got, a, you got an iPod, right? You get home. 
you fucking get on LimeWire or BearShare or whatever illegal ass host you're using. But dude, and you download we discographies and shit. It, at the same time, Game Boy Advance turned into that Game Boy, whatever it was, that fold. It looked like a whole old school Game Boy. Yeah, the SP. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, look, you're tired of playing? Why? <laughs> There's a light switch. <laughs> There's a light switch and you can recharge me now. Exactly. You don't need AA battery. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And yeah, then it's just like. Changed. Shit changed like so that, fast. That fueling us for insomnia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'll, I'll be honest. Like, uh, I was a, you know, I was a little nerd, so I had all the Game Boys, but when they dropped that fucking the little SP, I was like, oh, yeah. That's game over. Well, it, you know, it was funny because I remember whenever, like, the very first Game Boy, you know, like, that, that hardcore green, yeah, you know, and then, like, the scrolling screen, and everybody was like, man, I got a Game Boy. What do you have? A Game Gear. <laughs> made by, made made by, by Spin. Yeah, yes, dude. Yes, dude. Damn, how do you put that in your pocket? You don't. <laughs> <laughs> you carry it like it's the Bible. <laughs> as you need a, a purse. As a, yeah, as a child. Yeah, it was like a clutch. <laughs> It was like it was the most wackest shit ever made. And then, and then no, second, don't hate too much, bro. I had a Game Gear. I remember trading a kid. I forgot what the fuck I gave him. Yeah, but uh, it looks like what you have to like operate uh, the USA Predator it's <laughs> to, like bo- to bomb Iraq. <laughs> <laughs> this thing was a full size like. Uh, oh, I know. Like it was a like, tablet. It was like that wide, like this thing. And then you had. Like a two inch by four inch screen. <laughs> For our younger listeners, so the Game Gear was like a fucking Nintendo Switch on steroids. Yes, sir. It's like you stack four Nintendo Switches on top of um, each other. Imagine uh, like a like a like a Galaxy One Tab. Yeah. With an extra four inches on each side. <laughs> the thing was fucking and massive. What game? An extra three it? inches in girth, dude. You kidding me? I had Aladdin. <laughs> it had a girth certificate. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it had a girth certificate. <laughs> this thing was thick. <laughs> Put most guys to shame. So uh, it was uh, Aladdin, Sonic the Hedgehog two with tails. Sonic with yeah. tails. That was yeah. the game, bro. And uh, the uh, fourth game, I don't remember. It was an NFL game. It was like back whenever like shit was like, still sixty four bit. And, you know, it was like you know, John Madden was like, put the captions on it. <laughs> did you uh, did you ever have uh, or did they ever come out with uh, like Streets of Rage for the Game Gear? Do you know? Because I me? know it was on Dude, Sega. The it was Streets of Rage three on the Sega Genesis. Yeah, which where everybody was getting PlayStation twos. And I got a, a Sega Genesis for Christmas one year. <laughs> <laughs> and I played that shit out like it was going out of style, dude. I played Mutant Fighter. Like I said, you know, remember I told you that very classic game? I played Mutant Fighter. I had uh, Power Rangers, mm. which was, uh, you know, a 1v1 yeah. you know, style. You know, like uh, that Dragon Ball Z game. Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, that's what it shit. was, but Power Rangers. Yeah. You had Goldar beating everybody's ass. Um, See, so I had a PlayStation. I remember when the PlayStation 1 dropped and like Tekken came out and so many other Oh, dude, don't even get me started. God damn, bro. So you're talking about the PlayStation 1, dude. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Man, I was way, I was still in, you know, young and short. And uh, <laughs> my uncle, my uncle Carlos, Bought my brother a PlayStation One. It was that big, massive tombstone gray brick. Yeah, PlayStation One. You know, like yeah, 
before DualShock came out. You know, they were like, oh man, we're creating new shit. <laughs> but they were, apparently they never saw the uh, Nin- Nintendo 64 Rumble. <laughs> Rumble pack? Yeah, dude, yeah. yeah. So you could feel the vibration? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, apparently, you know, my brother was young, but he bought him this game called Resident Evil Director's <laughs> Cut. And I was like, okay, cool, sweet. I can watch my brother play video games. Yeah, horrible idea. Because <laughs> I never knew what a zombie was until that, you know, George A. Romero came out with his stuff, like, back in the 70s and shit. Yeah. And then here we are. Here I'm standing next to him. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> and what, what terrifies me, you know, then and to this day, if I hear, like, like ticking on a clock, I'll hear that clock that grandfather clock in the uh, four year or four year or whatever yeah. in the beginning of that level and it, it makes my stomach freaking turn because there's like that 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 fear you know <laughs> you try to go back outside and these these zombie dogs attack you and whatnot and you just slam the door shut it's like the, the same caption oh well we can't go that way <laughs> <laughs> you know and he scared me one time and I threw up I got so scared <laughs> And then he would, he, you know, he would rough it out, dude, and, and play this, you know, this, this, and a massive game by Capcom, you know, Resident Evil Director's Cut was, like, raw, gritty, and hardcore, and, you know, and it was, I remember whenever you ran into the very first freaking zombie, he's, like, eating this, uh, high schooler, you know, he's got his Letterman jacket on or whatever, and, you know, he's, and he turns his head. And I was like, oh, God, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I didn't even understand religion then. <laughs> but I was, I was praying to him. <laughs> I don't think I ever played the original Resident Evil. Or I played, remember the fucking, there was a Silent Hill game, too. Oh, God, don't even, oh, dude. <laughs> More trauma. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, who the hell is Pyramid Head? And why does he have this, this, this. Vindication to kill you, <laughs> you know. It was like he was evil, but he had this righteous, fuck, freaking sword. <laughs> and uh, the very first Silent Hill game, dude, I remember like fighting all these like deformed creatures and things like that. And then uh, Clock Tower, Clock Tower was devastating, <laughs> of course. <laughs> but uh, yeah. luckily, uh, I also grew up with my cousin uh, Macario. And he had this uh, game called, uh, what, Fighting Crime or, or Fight Crime or something like that. And he had the underground PS, uh, PS1 demo discs. Ah. Yeah, it had like seven games. It had uh, Jet City Moto or something like, like that. Jet Set Radio? Oh, yeah. Were you... Oh, no, Jet City Moto. It was yeah. like a fucking... Uh... It looked like uh, jet skis, but they weren't yeah. jet skis. There was... No, but there was a fucking game. It was for PlayStation, right? And you're walking like on these streets. It kind of looked like streets already. It was a big ass dude. And you, a, you, you choose between a chick and a guy with a yes. shotgun. Yes. That's the game we're talking about. What's the name of that game? Man, I wish I knew. Fuck. Let's look it up. Yeah, look it up. <laughs> I got this damn. Left and they made a mind. sequel to that game. Yeah, they did. Yeah. The first one was was OG though. Oh, bro! Like you, you fought all these dudes. You get all the way to the top of a skyscraper. Yes. In the demo, and then you yeah. know, it's like, yeah, this is not the end of the game. I'm like, you should me. <laughs> like we dedicated eight hours <laughs> through the night. <laughs> uh, it, 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 you know, it, it, it's incredible. It was. Uh, 
it was that simple. Final fight. Well, you know, of course, like I said, where everybody had like advanced game consoles, me and my brother still had like first gen or, you know, like Nintendo and Sega Genesis. Like, whenever we had a Sega Genesis, me and my brother murdered Double Dragon, the game. Yeah. Dude, we were on it like a shrimp on rice, you know, shrimp fried rice, bruh. Oh, Double Dragon was the shit. It was, dude. Yeah. They, uh, they or, brought like the Ninja Gaiden game. Oh, those, oh man, that was the shit. The handheld uh, Ninja Gaiden game where it was like solely it was like up, down, up, down, <laughs> and then uh, they brought out uh, Shinobi. Yeah, Shinobi. That's what I'm thinking of, dude. And people, Shinobi was sick. I saw they remastered it for, uh, well, not remastered. They remade it for PS2. Shinobi was sick. As like, fuck. It was the best on the Sega Dreamcast. Yeah. You know, and everybody, had, I, I, was, I remember hounding my mom about everybody had, like, PS2s and things like that. And then on my birthday, like, we got in, like, a huge argument about something. And then she, somebody knocked on my door on my bedroom, and I slept, you know, like, right before I slept and shut. I opened it up, I looked down, there was a Budokai PS2 uh, case yeah. with the PS2. And I was like, are you kidding me? Y'all argued with me and got me all riled up just to show me this PS2. <laughs> and dude, the, the whenever Dragon Ball Z Budokai came out, man, to me that was like this is a whole new level of game, you know. And then they had the Navy Seals game, uh, Rainbow Six, especially on the PS One. Yeah, you know, games like that, dude. I was like, dude. The problem I had with I'm Rainbow close. Six is I didn't have the patience for it. You know oh yeah, saying? you. Like, t- t- to call commands to your group, like Zulu, whatever, bomb this guy. Or and be, be like, uh, or not Rainbow Six, I'm thinking of uh, fucking Metal Gear Solid. Like, uh, just like oh. having the patience to do the, the stealth bullshit, yeah. bro. Yeah. I couldn't get with it because yeah. I didn't have the patience for it. Yeah, I wasn't for it either. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was, it was fucking, it was very challenging as a young boy. There was a uh, game uh, similar to Resident Evil called Tag, T-A-G. Yeah. And it was the hardest shit ever uh, that I've ever played. But my cousin Macario apparently was a game with him. He's like, dude, I made it to like, I guess I made it to the next level. And he kept progressing. And like the story, the, the, like the storyline, man, the plot thickened so much. And I'm like, oh man, I can't handle this. My head's about to explode. <laughs> and he was like, dude, it's really simple. <laughs> Not that hard. Yeah, yeah, you know, and then when we brought shit up, and I was like, what the hell? It's crazy, man. man it's uh, like, uh, going, that was another thing that was just like, it was it's simply all about the experience. But what spawned all this was the SNES 2 that my uncles had. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> playing Donkey Kong, playing Killer Instinct. Uh, Killer playing, Instinct on oh, yeah. Street Fighter. Oh, Street Fighter 2. Yeah. Which was rough. <laughs> and, uh, Mario World. Oh, yeah. Playing X Men games, um, excuse me. Um, what was another one? The Donkey Kong Country Two. Yoshi's <laughs> Island and shit. Oh yeah, 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 dude. It was. It was. I remember uh, I had a Sega Genesis game called uh, Desert Combat. All you had to do was like operate a plane, yeah. you know, like a Chinook or a, a Apache, and just like blow up terrorists and shit. <laughs> Not for the life of me, find the name of the fucking game. 
But you know what game I'm talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the big fucking dude. Yeah. Or he, he could pick up certain things that yeah. the smaller guy couldn't or a smaller chick couldn't. Yeah. You know? Yeah, right. that was one of my favorite games. It was like, you know, fighting crime or fighting. It was some kind of fight, like fighting crime game. And you go you go up to the very top. Yeah. You know, you fight these mob bosses and shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, bro. It was, it was a badass game. Um, man, I remember, like, later on, Later, like when the uh, Xbox came out, the original Xbox, and fucking Max Payne came out, that was my shit, bro. I played that game front to back. No, back dude. Front. Whenever, whenever mm-hmm. Microsoft announced Xbox, then all of a sudden you had that crack through the screen and it showed the X. Yeah. And then it showed what, like odd, I uh, odd man's world. Yeah. And well, you know, the that thing weird. that sucked is like initially it they came out with some fucking weird ass games. Like, all the games, besides, like, Halo, all the games were weird. I was about to bring that up. Yeah, I was like, yeah, but then all of a sudden you heard, you know, I was like, I remember that first trailer. We were Cortana. We have to do this. And all of a sudden, ba da 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 I was like, gee, I was, sign me up. <laughs> Fighting Force. That's what it was. Yes. Fighting Force. Yeah, bro. you could pick up, like, pipes and shit. And, you know, you look like uh, Haggard from Final Fight. And you, know, <laughs> had, you legit only had, like, so like fucking three moves. You hit him with the pipes. <laughs> you know, it was only like three com- like a dude, combo of three dude. fucking swings. Oh yeah, dude, and that was it. And then you could pick up guns and shit. And it was like you know, like oh, well, I got the pistol. I got the shot. I got the shot again. <laughs> you know, you're fighting for it, bro. Yeah, and uh, you remember Final Fight? No. Oh man, with Guy and Mike Haggard and Cody from Street Fighter. Well, they added them to Street Fighter. Like, uh, even what they did, uh, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, so, like, they went back to the basics, but they updated it entirely. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah no, big mother, uh, like, gorilla mother, uh, gorilla some bitch in the back. <laughs> there was, a, like, a fucking sequel, a third one to this shit. Oh, well, there's a third one? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. But, dude, that was it. That was playing on PS Underground. And what it was, it was like this weird eyeball that would come up and shit, and then all of a sudden it would step through the years, like Ubisoft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, was Ubisoft was a Ubisoft. commander, you know, they made the Tony Hawk Pro Skater and everything, dude. Yeah, they you made know. all the shit. Yeah. And, man, that was, the 90s were ridiculous. <laughs> the 90s were. But then Xbox came out, and then, you know, like Halo, uh, Halo came out, uh, Xbox had a fighting game. Uh, Halo was my shit. Uh, but I remember hey, uh, Xbox put out uh, this boat Soul game. Calibur? No, well, they put out Soul Calibur too. Yeah. Also. Uh, uh, you know, whatnot. And as it came out, they started introducing like, guest characters like Link, uh, yeah. Star Wars. I, remember, I still remember those TV commercials. Oh, dude. It was insane. Yeah. <laughs> One fighter to choose his destiny. And, you know, all this whack shit. And you're like, what the? The, the, the only thing that sucked with Soul Calibur as like a fighting game is like in like during gameplay the like just the music and shit it was kind of corny, you know. Oh, like, it was. <laughs> but I remember when they brought uh, Hayashi from like Tekken. Yeah. And Spawn in the Xbox version, I was like, dude, did I make a mistake buying a PS2? <laughs> like, should I have been gifted an Xbox? <laughs> Fuck, I picked the wrong platform. <laughs> The 90s were good too, so it was. You but know. even in the 90s, dude, I got uh, hooked on uh, PC games like Tiberian Sun. Ah, shit. Which is like a uh, like Halo Wars. 
Did they have a uh, fuck? What was the name? Like a uh, uh, Counter Strike was a PC game, huh? Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Counter Strike. The only PC games I really played was like Diablo and shit. Diablo. Uh, there was a time where I tried to play RuneScape. <laughs> I tried to get into uh, RuneScape myself. Yeah. But you know, it's just, it didn't cut. And then uh, Bethesda started putting out uh, Fallout. Yeah, Fallout One, Fallout Two. Oh man. Yeah. Do time. you remember Oblivion? Oh, dude. Sick ass. Before I get into Elder Scroll series. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the very first uh, game I played was uh, on Xbox was Elder Scrolls Morrowind, mm. and it was like so hardcore on decision based. Like, like you killed a certain mage or you kill a certain guy within uh, like the thieves guild and mage guild, you know, or within the uh, the uh, whoever was in charge. It, it, like a little text would pop up and like you murdered blah 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 so and so, and this this is gonna happen. Because of your actions, and I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> I, like, I didn't know this. What kind of game am I playing? And then when Skyrim came out, oh man, I was blown away, especially on being on like 360 and shit like that. Oh yeah, see, that was another game I never really got into, but it, it seemed like a really like 360 and PS3. Yeah, it's just like 360. Uh, Halo, have, Halo, of course, Halo was my shit. The 360. Oh, dude. Oh, everybody shit. Yeah. <laughs> I remember... Uh, That's when, like, Call of Duty was starting to really get popular. You know what I'm saying? Man, mm-hmm. I remember playing Xbox at a uh, friend's house, uh, which my cousin Macario would... He was like, hey, man, you want to come by and, you know, play with us? And we'd, there'd be, like, 14 or 16 of us, you know, a certain group up uh, upstairs. Yeah, like, land parties and, and shit. And it was all linked up, system link. Yeah. Yeah. To different TVs. He was like, something like... I was like, what? Why does that guy bring? Why does he have a TV in the back of his car? And why are we unloading shit? I'm like, what kind of party is this? <laughs> and then whenever it was like, you click it, and all of a sudden, boom, 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 boom. And I was like, oh shit! Yeah, it's about to get real. <laughs> about to go down. Yeah, dude. And then you know what happened to us? Girls came in our lives. God, <laughs> don't even get started. Oh shit! That's what happened. Yeah. Downfall of every man. <laughs> yeah, did you play any sports in school? Of course. Yeah. Uh, very. Uh, before I started, I, I think I started playing when I was like five or six. I started playing soccer at uh, the Meadows in Beaumont. Oh shit! Oh man, that was rough. <laughs> because how so? Uh huh. Well, they, uh, at the time, of course, my dad was working his night job. My mom was working two jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, we had fucking. Soccer games like seven in the morning. Be there. Okay, cool, sweet. It'd be like six forty-five or, or like right there at seven. I'm pulling into the parking lot. My mom would go, "Doors open, run, <laughs> field number nine. <laughs> you know. And then I had to run to the to the ninth soccer field that was labeled number nine. Yeah. And you know, I uh, I played. Uh, I tried to play forward. Wasn't into it. Tried to play defender. Wasn't into it. But I was used to getting roughed up a little bit at the time. You know, with long hair, I was, I was learning, you know, party in the front, party in the back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, with that mullet. And uh, I was a goalie. I've been a goalie for uh, at least eight years of the ten years I was Damn. playing. Yeah, dude, it was rough. It's like one of the uh, most important positions on the team, though. Well, it depends. If your team's good enough, then you're just sitting there. <laughs> you know? Hit the ball on one side. Oh, for sure. Good. 
Yeah, uh, but usually we played uh, rec, which was recreational, and then you had your select teams, which my brother was a star and freaking select. You know, my brother was God given talent. And me, I was just a, a mug that came out and learned. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I did my best. But, uh, yeah, I played that uh, for 10 years until I got out of uh, elementary and went into uh, middle school. I wanted to play football yeah. at uh, Austin Elementary, but uh, I was a little bit of a hellion and got myself in a little bit of trouble. And uh, things happened between, you know, in a home life where I had to uh, go to school in China, Texas. Yeah. The Harden-Jefferson district. You know, H-A-R-T. And, uh, man, I played football out there. I never got into it in high school. Yeah. Because that's whenever I, I started to to notice my classmates' new student bodies. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you, know? Yeah. you know, I was like, man, she's really pretty. Oh, man, she's really cute. Yeah. Man, why am I wasting all this time hanging out with my friends? <laughs> you know? Spending it over here. Yeah. And uh, I, uh, I took an alternative route than other you know, other buddies of mine and things like that. And uh, went that route. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, like, early, 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 like, elementary, um, you know, my dad, my dad was a really good fucking baseball player for uh, Little Cypress and Orange. So, he, of course, he wanted his sons to play baseball. Um, you oh, know, man. so he put us in baseball. I completely understand. Baseball was cool, you know, but it was just wasn't, uh, it wasn't my thing. Um, so, you know, fresh out of baseball in elementary, going to middle school, tried basketball. Basketball is more my thing, but uh, that's just one of those sports where if you don't evolve with it, you'll get left behind. Oh, so, sure. And I didn't evolve with the shit, you know. And then we get to high school, I tried tennis, and I was actually decent at tennis, so I stuck with that. Um, and that, that was my go-to um, for, for a little bit, you know, and then... Uh, you start hanging around particular uh, crowds, and you get into other. You start noticing shit, <laughs> yeah, other things, you know, you know that catch your attention that didn't before. Exactly, yeah, and a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of kids like skated, and I really like the just the culture and the lifestyle because that brought hip hop, that brought clothing, all the shit I was into. You know what I'm saying? So like that, that brought all the things I wanted to just uh, ultimately like pursue for the rest of my life. You know, like culture and music, and you know, you talk about skateboard fashion things like that. And uh, well, and your and your father, you know, like you like you mentioned, my dad was a hardcore soccer player. Oh, but he uh, unfortunately he got into a very very bad motorcycle wreck. Mm. You know, and his right leg completely torn his meniscus in his ACL. You know, the doctors even at this time point in time had hell putting him back together. Uh-huh. Even to this day, like the way he steps, like he'll like bow outward, mm. and that's it. You know, if, if that happens, he needs to be set down, and then that's it. He's gone for the rest of the day. Mm. You know, he really wanted to see me and my brother be uh, like like soccer soccer uh, superstars yeah. and things like that. But you know, he 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 came to terms with I can't live my life doing like this. Right. You know. Right. Right. And uh, that was. An issue in its own, <laughs> and uh, but we went on to bigger, better things, and then you know, like I said, I played football. You know, my dad was there, you know, for a short period of time. You know, from like like every first baseball and football, and then you know, work, work, work. Yeah. 
and uh, you know, like trying to find our own path, and then noticing other things. Yeah, that's whenever I was, you know, like I said, or like you said, uh, yeah, I'm right there with you. <laughs> you know, yeah, you start, you start noticing other like, shit, man. Wow, yeah, distracted by other yeah. things, and man. dude, you know, when I walked away from the football, and I was like, man, shit, I got that. You know, I was a pretty decent tight end. <laughs> You know, they gave me 81 for a reason. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, but she's really hot. She's really cute. And I'm going to Pinewood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good times, man. I definitely, uh, I mean, I, I miss all that shit. Because like I said, it's just... But it's uh, insane how defining everything was, wasn't it? Right, right. That's so true, you know. It's, uh, I mean, you, you can look back now on people you went to school with or, you know, whatever. People you played sports with, uh everybody's different, you know, like life goes on. Oh, for sure. You know, and people, the things that you did back then or you were interested in back then may have changed for today. And it's crazy, you know, I mean, especially uh, just seeing, you know, seeing kids that are coming up today go through the same shit we went through, but maybe, I mean, maybe more, you know, they might be dealing with more shit. Oh, no, dude, especially a, in today's A hardship world. is a hardship nonetheless, you know, true, yeah. Like what, what we went through, and what somebody's going through now, it's just like, we'll make light of this, but where's the right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, shit, bro. I was never picked on, but I never fit in. You fit in everywhere, but you always get picked on. You know? Yeah. It's, it's that it's that double-sided, you know, it's that coin, that double-edged sword. <clears throat> and, you know, it's, it's willing to be humble enough to be like, yeah, just because what you went through was rough. What I went through, I consider rough for me, and yeah. I didn't know how to handle the situation. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's true. The equality of the turmoil, <laughs> in a sense. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking right, bro. Well, where do you think we go from here? Just like with, um, honestly, I mean, we got madness, we got hurricanes, we got, um, <laughs> Nowadays, kids growing up too fucking fast. Like, where do we go from here? How can we get to a point where not maybe not necessarily where uh, life used to be five months ago, six months ago, but just a point where everyone can just like sit down and relax. You know what I mean? Like, it's I, I think it's a uh, I think uh, there will be a long time before we can actually sit down and just like uh, um, you and I will always sit down and enjoy a fucking cold brew, you know what I'm saying, and relax, but just like, society as a whole, I feel like everyone's just on edge all the time, and it fucking sucks. <clears throat> Me, personally, I don't think anybody should tell you what you think, man. Mm. What you feel is right, and what you think is going on, cool, man, let it out, but don't let that dictate your life. Yeah. And if you see somebody that's like making the, the, the decisions you were making in the past, by all means, go out of your way to that reaching hand to not make that same mistake. You know, like, don't, don't be like, like, okay, you should do this. You need to do this and blah, blah, blah. No, yeah. look at it this way because I already went down that road. Didn't turn out right for me. You know, uh, luckily I was blessed to, uh, go down and meet with my sister. And, uh, you know, like, she's 15 years younger than me. I told her, I was like, you know, you're, you're 
in middle school, going into high school. Let me give you the gist. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's gonna be course. popularity. It's gonna be honestly intelligence, and what you say and and what kind of click you're trying to stand into. Yeah, and uh, me myself uh, in this class of Hardy Jefferson. Uh, I never stood with one certain group. You know, I, I, I hung out with uh, the kids that wore the trick pants. They were they were hung out with kids that wore Gene uh, Co jeans. You know, or the uh, JNCO jeans. Yeah. You know, like the big bell bottom Parach- sh- parachute pants. Yeah. 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 You know, those big uh, bell bottom shorts with the ass blown out of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, uh, yeah. I seen it all come together. Uh, Slipknot, Gigolos, and all sort of you know, what have you? You know, uh, and grunge. Yeah, most know, definitely. And, you know, hardcore metal world. and things like that. You know, uh, Metallica, Battle Master. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. I think that's why we. Um, that's why we relate or we get along so well because I was uh, I, exactly the same man like we uh, I hung out with literally every group or every clique it wasn't any particular clique that I gravitated towards I it liked was, everybody it was the same suit just reheated yeah bro <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed everybody even the fuck you know the fucking weird people <clears throat> Uh, I thought, you know, certain kids were weirdos, but I still spoke to them, and I still, you know. You know, went out of your way to be like, hey, what's going on, you know, uh, Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, what's going on, man? You know, he's like, the government's watching us, and the, the, the bloods of Babylon flows through the rivers. I'm like, okay, cool, sweet. <laughs> yeah, nice to know. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. Hell yeah, man. Well, shit, bro. Probably going on about two hours. I don't even know. I didn't look at the time. Yeah, you know, whenever I, I get, you know, when I get I'm, around you. I'm not we, sure if we're still like down the list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whenever we get together and we shoot the shit, man, we could talk for hours. We can definitely uh, chop it up whenever, uh, how, I mean, for however long, you know, just straight. I had a few talking points. I really don't need any fucking talking points for Bravo, but <laughs> I put some on here just to have. You know what I'm saying? It's good to have a uh, just a list of things that we rather uh, turn towards as opposed to just going off the top or you know having those pauses or moments that we don't really talk about. But with this guy, I can talk about anything at any time, so it's never an issue. Never ever ever. Pretty random, any given time. <laughs> Bring it up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, shit. Look, bam. This one. This is where the curse is at. Yeah, so after soccer, I know you got into boxing. Oh, you know, man. And I'm definitely, you know. Wow. Like, yeah. 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 Got to go down that road. Yeah. <laughs> Do we have to? Yeah. Okay, cool. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> uh, March 16th, I went in. Uh, I got my layoff at the beginning of quarantine. I was like, 70s and uh, no cardio whatsoever because why not contact nobody and uh, still doing strength training and doing everything like that and I ended up at uh, 191 <laughs> eating whatever I want you know all sort of bullshit but focusing on that uh, uh, boxing will always be hard without cardio 
Yeah. Uh, so the, the, uh, it has nothing to do with boxing. If you look at Nate Diaz as a fighter, this guy, f- like, solely focuses on cardio. And to, to be honest with you, if you're going to be in a boxing ring, uh, cardio is everything. Because uh, every little thing comes as a factor. You know, become head movements, you know, footwork, uh, you know, the mind games, talking to them, having to take that breath to, to, to mention one thing, you know, between each little jab and everything. He's like, oh, man, that's all you got? <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, oh, dude, yeah, nice credit score. <laughs> you know, really get into this guy's mind. Uh, you know, uh, uh, we had to uh, run two miles, or no, ten miles. It's five miles, you know, one direction, five miles back. Yeah, yeah. And then we had to do 500 sit-ups. The 500 sit-ups together that core because the last, you know, this guy's already headhunting or what have you. You know, he wants to hit you in the jaw and knock you out. But your body is the most sensitive things on you because muscle is muscle. Your organs, they're made of jelly, dude. Like, yeah. In all reality, you know, it's like the softest things you have. So you want to build up your abs, your your side, you know, your, your quads, your, you know, everything. As far as, you know, like uh, working your core. Uh, so, you know, you want to look like a hell, like Ben Affleck and Batman versus Superman or Henry Cavill and the Superman, you know. I'm sure, I'm sure you can answer this. I hear, like, when, I mean, I'm sh- our body's shut, I could imagine it's fucking, uh, it could definitely tear you down. But I hear when you get hit in, like, particular spots, like your liver and shit, that shit can just break you down. It can just make you fall to the No, ground. it's not going to break you down. It shuts you down. <laughs> so, so she's yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have a brother that is a God-given talent uh, fighter. And uh, I remember sparring with him a few times. And he like gets to that point to where like he gets behind me just right, yeah. And he hits like right below my kidney <laughs> into my liver, and I'm like, Ugh! and they're just like, "You're all right," <laughs> you know. I was like, "Yeah, I'm good. Just let me catch my breath." <laughs> Shit. And I was, you know, it makes you know like that short bit of time makes you wonder. It's like, dude, what did I do to make you so mad? <laughs> How do you have this much hate? Yeah. <laughs> and why did you unleash it on me? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man. Yeah. But yeah, man. Um, we're probably coming up on like two hours or so. Like I said, nobody's fucking counting. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but, you know, I definitely appreciate you coming on, bro. And and most definitely, you know, coming out and just kicking it with me. I said we keep going. Yeah, we can. We could have gone. I could edit do all a, this shit do out. Do a part one and part two. Yeah. 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 Let's do it. Okay, bro. So getting back into like boxing and training and uh, conditioning uh, for either a f- fight or maybe not even a fucking fight, but just like, uh, you know, just doing like certain routines and things like that uh, just to get in shape. Uh, it takes a, a lot of commitment. But like, how do you get there? Like mentally, I feel like you got you have to have a certain mind frame or you have to be like in a certain place mentally. Uh so, like, how do you personally, uh, like, keep yourself sharp mentally uh, to stay committed to something so fucking hard? Well, when it comes to something like that, dude, uh, <clears throat> you have to uh, pay attention to the world, man. You know, it's like, literally, there's nobody else other than yourself. You know, 
it's either do or die. You know, in, in a year, like all that, I'm, I'm gonna ride or die. You know, I gotta make this happen. And that's it. That's all there is to it. And I mean, when it comes to boxing, uh, entirely, that's what it is, man. Because, you know, like my coach said, it's a solitary sport. Unfortunately, it is. Like you, you, you can wish you had your mama there. You can wish you had your daddy there. But it's your, you're taking that. You're taking all the heat. You're taking everything. You know, you're you're forcing this unstoppable force yeah. upon yourself in the ring. <clears throat> Even in sparring, you know, you're just like, man, I have no idea. I'm just, I'm, I'm being told, I don't know what to do. Uh, you know, like working strictly defense, and you're getting whooped on for like 45 minutes. Um, yeah, like two to three different guys. You know, but it's it's solidifying on something that you're lacking on. Mm. You know, you know it, it, it it's a it's a capitalization. <coughs> that's a word. <laughs> you know, on where you're lacking. You know, they capitalize on this, they capitalize on that. You know, say if you're an orthodox fighter, you wanna you wanna uh, use the Philly shell technique, or if you wanna be an orthodox, you know, blocking style. You know, keep your hands at the temples. And, and try to perfect every or protect every little vital point that you have. And to get into that mind frame, it's me or this guy. You know, either I'm gonna spend this next five rounds surviving or progressing, mm. in a sense. You know, it's surviving, mm. and it's the it's it's the the, the shallowest form. I can say that if I'm allowed of that human instinct mm. of what it means to be like a, you know like a beast like a fighter like a creature you know like this is it you know this is my next meal yeah and I feel like you have to like sort of uh, especially with a sport like that you have to sort of tap into like this killer instinct you know what I'm saying like you have to and that's just gotta be uh, it for you if it isn't then um you know, maybe it's not the right sport isn't for that person. But. Oh, for sure. It, it, it has to be something primal. Right. You know, uh, when you look into the greats, as far as, you know, like uh, Thomas Hammond, uh, Marvin Hagler, uh, Roy Jones Jr., Muhammad Ali, uh, Chuck Wetland was based off of Ali that knocked him, well, well, I feel like knocked him down. There was no tripping. <coughs> you know, there's a, uh, step on his foot in my opinion and how I registered the fight because Chuck Wetner could take a beating and keep on coming you know take a licking and keep on ticking <laughs> you know you know that guy just just had that that, that fight that will I mean look at Mickey Ward you have Ray LaMotta Arturo Gotti you know uh, you know just as a fighter not, 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 not supporting him with what he did or may have not have been you know with the alleged uh, things that were claimed going on, but you know, just just that will. I mean, and then even George Foreman, you know, they should be like, oh yeah, I'm I'm George Foreman. You know, my Nikki isn't the only thing I'm knocking out. I'm knocking guys out too. <laughs> you know, your oil changed thirty minutes. Yeah, my opponent's thirty seconds. <laughs> you know, stiff, stiff, hard right jab or left hook or uppercut and left jab, you know, didn't matter to, to, to that type of guy. 
Yeah. You know, had, you know, he went away for a while, came back a monster, mm-hmm. and uh, to bring things, you know, like up to date. You know, you have uh, like Mike Tyson. Yeah. September twelfth, twenty twenty. Marked on my calendar on my phone. <laughs> I'm going to watch that fight. Versus uh, Roy Jones Jr. Yeah. Dude, who you got? Honestly, uh, me personally, uh, I think Roy Jones is gonna win. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Guy from pound for pound is a phenom. Um, you know, he brings uh, fight styles like uh, Sugar Ray Leonard, Mike Tyson himself, uh, Sugar Ray Robinson, and you know Muhammad Ali into one like like God forbidden love child, and mm-hmm. just like that that freakish reflexes and, and get in, get out, do what I need to do, duck and dodge, get back in, duck back out, and knock people out like judiciously. <laughs> you know, like, okay, cool, you got a few hits in, you pissed me off. <laughs> yeah, night, night. <laughs> you know, and uh, it's just the, the guy himself is Roy Jones is an amazing fighter. You know, he, he always was uh, when he went to the Olympics and then when he went to amateur and professional boxing, the guy was a goddamn talent. You, know, you can't argue that. I don't care who you are. You know, it just, it's just, you know, it reminded me of, uh, you know, I mean, what match it was. Uh, well, whoever he was. Tyson well, warm up videos together, and, and just, <laughs> you know? just it being an undisputed uh, exhibition match, you know, like uh, it's going to be you know, seven rounds or what have you, you know, whatever they call an exhibition, you know, yeah. nowadays. Like, God bless, that's that's you have two, two titans of their era coming together and be like, you know what, we're going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> you have this light heavyweight versus this heavyweight. So will Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be good. I'm looking for. I'm looking forward to it. Most definitely looking forward to it. It's gonna be nice. Oh man, so you read anything? Have you read anything lately? Uh there's this uh, recent book. Uh, a buddy of mine gave me. Uh, the Buddhist boot camp. Buddhist boot camp. Yeah, uh, it's something of that nature. I haven't started it, but uh, it, it, it's talking about how to deal with chaos mm. with the war, I'm assuming, that you go through, mm. and finding peace within, mm. you know, and uh, well, with every friend, you know, that like, the government especially dear family, like yourself, uh, you know, that old African proverb that I've heard a long time ago, if there's no enemy within, the enemy outside can do us no harm. Mm. You have to find that peace within yourself to deal with whatever comes our way. Mm. You know, that's just that's, I mean, uh, you know, a, a 
amongst you know Les Brown and he's learned a lot from him. Uh, Jim Rohn, uh, no, uh, and Eric Thomas is also a very big influence. And uh, uh, as far as like when it comes to like if I were to come to a you know like a sparring session or to like the fight itself. I need to remember who I am, my legacy, those who came before me that didn't have what I have, an iPhone or, you know, a yeah. Galaxy and things like that. Yeah. You know, like get back to the nitty gritty, you know, like that, that, that newspaper and, and things like that, looking through the white pages and looking for a job and things like that or, or the hard times, but they still made it. Yeah. You know, uh, I'll, I'll preach in hell and I'll preach until the day I die. A hardship's a hardship. And no matter what I go through, what you go through, or what anyone goes through, you know, no hardship is greater than another. Yeah, yeah. Everyone has their own struggles. And I keep in mind, you know, it's just like, why am I doing this? Why am I punishing myself like this? And there's a greater reason for it. Because I want to see others succeed along with me. Right. Just because I have people that are here with me, you know, doesn't mean I don't want to see them eat. I just don't want to see them eat at my table. You know, yeah. there's no hate, there's no malice. Yeah. But, you know, those people need to get on in their own way. Yeah. In the Sounds same, definitely. In the same sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I'm going to take a note. It's a, it is frequent. Definitely, definitely going to check that out. Um, I've skimmed through that book, It's on the Table, uh, Mindset, but uh, it's supposed to be a really good one. I read uh, Book One in the Bathroom, I call it my uh, sitting read, and it's shitting read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I go through a couple chapters, and all of a sudden, it's like, man, I need to wipe this. This thing's crusty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Life leverage just teaches you how to, uh, I guess, finesse, if you will. Your way, like really, oh, it's what I'm getting out of that book is and finesse isn't the right word. It's work smarter, not harder. That's exactly. What that's what it's telling you. You know what I'm saying? So it's a, uh, I'm a few chapters in on that one, but uh, it's it's a pretty good book. You know, it's definitely uh, something to keep you mentally sharp. Um, and especially in like you know, with uh, this this other uh, motivational guy. I hear and listen to and it's like uh, I hate to say it anymore his words I hate to say it but friends and family are the first ones that want to see you fail yeah most definitely Les, Les Brown I told my sister this you know when she was 12 she's 13 now and I was like look don't talk about your problems to anybody talk to family talk to somebody professional yeah you know school counselor whoever you know talk to family especially me you know, not my son, my brother. My brother was on a straight now. But I made a lot of mistakes. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. We all make mistakes. And, oh, 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 of course. But, you know, you don't want to see your brother make the same mistakes you made. No. Of yeah. course. So I told her, I was like, look, talk to me. Because, honestly, 80% of the people you talk to don't care. And 20% of the people are glad it's happening to you. Yeah. You know, and that's what Les Brown said, and that opened my eyes. And I was like, "Man, damn!" You know, all you know, back in from two thousand five to two thousand ten. Yeah. That's this is the reason why I was a shutout. I never talked to anyone. <laughs> you know, 
And, uh, you know, it, it opened her eyes, especially, you know, luckily, you know, I was like, man, if I had the knowledge I had now when I was your age, I'd, I'd, I'd probably be like the president of IBM, <laughs> you know, of like exploring every little bit of aspect I could to gain knowledge, yeah. information itself, information to the situation, which is also an Eric Thomas quote. And, you know, just it, it doesn't mean you have to go to college. Just soak yeah. in knowledge. Knowledge. Knowledge is key. Oh, man, we have so much access to it now. Uh, and know. it's free. Yeah. So much so much access to anything you want to know, you know? Oh, for sure. You know, it's, uh, it's great. We just have to, uh, I say it's great, but it's, uh, we're distracted by so many different fucking things that, we don't really, we don't fully appreciate or understand how great it really is when we have access to it. Oh yeah, because I mean, like some countries, they're they're, they're burning books, they're burning libraries, they're killing, you know, unfortunately, they're killing like elders. I yeah. mean, what people don't realize, you know, as elders die, like you know, even within families themselves, like peacetime, like you know, like oh, my mama died, my my papa died, my grandpa died, my mom, you know, my grandma died. That's a whole entire generation gone full of stories, knowledge, mm. and my kid, you know, my kids, your father, your aunt, your uncle have made, but, you know, this information is going with them. Yeah. You know, and it's going to go to that baby girls. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> so true. Definitely. Definitely. I just want to. Honestly, I just hope everyone, because I told you, man, I've been in, like, a very foggy place mentally, (laughs) so I'm trying to uh, clear that up, clear up the fog, and just get back on track where I can focus on shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's uh, it's super important, you know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. It's super important. Um, It's like uh, trying to run a tournament in the middle of a fog. (laughs) <laughs> you know yeah like you don't pay attention but you already know knock that one down you're supposed to hit yeah that's okay I'll get the next one and then you keep putting it off keep putting it off yeah and you're like oh man that's gonna be hard and that's why nobody ever power it on it's a game of life <laughs> yeah man true as shit honestly sometimes it's good just to step back take a deep breath and fucking uh reevaluate you know and sometimes it's okay to do it by yourself yeah you know or if if, if it isn't call a friend phone a friend say yeah. hey bud I'm doing bad <laughs> you can help me help me but you need to realize which ones that are there that want to see you succeed yeah other other or more so than the friends that want to see you fail right you know because just because you feel like you're doing it doesn't mean others are failing at it exactly yeah trying to get to the top it's not easy but the people that's like look I'm on my way up you know I want to see you do your thing but with your shit <laughs> you know yeah. like I'm trying to I'm trying to get where I'm at with my thing you're trying to get at with your thing so why not move at the same pace if not if you can get further than me I know I'm gonna see you at the top yeah for sure for sure yeah man it's always nice you know like you, you're one of those people you know uh, that supports and uh, looks out for friends, so it's always nice to have, uh, uh, like have a group of people. You know what I'm saying? That 
or not even a group, just a few friends. You know, I can count on my one hand uh, the people. Well, there's several people that support me, but people that I can call friends. You know, there's it's not many nowadays. For real, uh, you know, you just call for anything. It's uh, hard to come up, come by. It's a very rare thing. Well, like even during quarantine, man, I remember like trying to message you and like at two in the morning, like, dude, are you up? And I'm like, I'm working. <laughs> what you got? And then I was just like, dude, I didn't, I didn't tell you about something, and you was like, dude, you need to stop. You need to think about this. You need to think about that. You know, yeah. you, 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 you need to keep things in perspective. Yeah. And then you know, and I was like, shit, man. It's very blatant, but it's the truth, and I needed to hear that from someone else, you know, other yeah. than family, and it's like, man, God, because, you know, anybody's brother, or anybody's sister, anybody's mom can be, or dad can be barking orders, Yeah. but when it's outside looking in, you know, things go different, Yeah. you know, at least that's how I saw it, I felt it, especially, you know, when someone was real, Set up, <laughs> you know. I tell you what, two miles, two hundred set up. I can make that happen. <laughs> make kolaches. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be tough. It's tough, my dude. Yeah, but uh, as far as like trying to like train for something like that, but uh, if you if you have that confidence, and uh, that's probably your best way. Like to live your life, figure out how to carry yourself. <laughs> oh yeah. Because unfortunately, I find myself like as a target at times. <laughs> you know, here recently, I, I found myself as like a threat that I had no idea. You know, I, I got into a, a bit of an altercation—not an altercation, but it's more so as like a very aggressive discussion with yeah. uh, one of my family members, and uh, and I was like, look, I, I didn't mean to rule the roost or nothing like that. It's just, you know, we're on the opposite side of Texas and I wanted to hang out with, you know, someone that is dear to me. Yeah. You know. And, but I just got to learn how to, to change that mind state, that, 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 that mind frame from, it's not always all the time. Yeah. You know, and just whenever you, you have your family around you, be peaceful Enjoy it. You know, to where you know, some people feel like, you know, they're inadequate, don't try and you know, say, Oh, puff your chest out and shit like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Know, and do things like that and try to intimidate or, or, or intrude. Yeah. Should I say. And uh, you know, just keep things peaceful. Because uh, at the end of the day family is the one that uh, not many people are blessed like you and I to have each other. Wants to turn. I gotta get mine before you gotta get yours. Yeah. <laughs> you know, dude. You know, it's it's hard to say how the world became that way. Uh, you know, yeah, it's it's it's, it's depressing. <laughs> yeah, but we do our best, and honestly, uh, like what I try to do, you know, I pass on uh, those courteous actions. How can we survive as a species if we don't have each other? species you know, we can humankind yeah you can. Know, uh, not womankind not, not mankind humankind <laughs> yeah 
you uh, definitely gotta look out for each other and uh, everyone's gotta do their part and then be nice to each other. It's not hard. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that courtesy and hospitality. Yeah, bro. And it's not very, it's not that hard to do. Be fucking nice to each other and you know, always go up to somebody. You know, exactly. Say hello. Never mind, I'm not mixing everybody. Mm-hmm. Shit, bro. We covered a lot tonight. <laughs> this weekend's been cool, man. I'm glad you came and kicked it with me. Oh man, it's more than a pleasure. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for inviting me. Man. For sure, bro. We we had a good time, man. It's uh. On, on mic and off mic. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of laughs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A, lot of, a lot of fucking laughs, man. And I, I definitely uh, definitely appreciate you, you know, doing this as well. Uh, is there any last words you want to say to all the good people that listen to D&D? Yes, I do. Uh, if, you do if you don't know any of your ride or die homies uh-huh. and good people like Corey, you need to find them and stick to them like glue. Because people like that will constantly influence you and never degrade you. And always want you to promote yourself and put yourself out there. You need people like Corey Beasley in your life, for sure. Likewise, man. You need, and honestly, everybody, you need people like Bravo. You know, I'm not just saying that because he's sitting right here next to me. But it's because it's truth. You know what I'm saying? It's just one of those people that um, he says what he means and he means what he says. So, uh, uh, it, it's good to have it around because it's real. It's never fake. It's never fronted. It's never phony. Uh, it's a real friend, you know. So um, just ask yourself, you know, am I surrounded by real people? Uh, if not, get rid of them. It's it's not hard. Uh, some might might mm. think it's uh, blunt or it's cruel. It's not. It's you being honest to yourself and to them. Mm. So you know, figure it out. Uh, that's my last word. So appreciate you guys tuning in to another episode of Beer Bullshit and. Be kind to one another. Thank you, Corey. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, bro. I got a cheers. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>